You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, and general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. We uh, thank you for joining us this morning and hope you'll be able to listen to us every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we provide you, our listeners, information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works, as well as some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call with any question you may have on your heating, plumbing, or cooling in your home or in your business. You can call us locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And one lucky caller today will win two tickets to Sunday, January the 25th, London Lightning game versus the Brampton A's. And we want to say thank you to everybody who was there last uh, Saturday night and uh, supported the Sanders Schmirler Foundation. Dan and I was mostly Dan. I wasn't selling as much as Dan (laughs) did, but we were out selling uh, 50-50 tickets in the concourse and uh, raised just under... $1,300 $1,300 for the uh, Sander Schmirler Foundation and a very surprised winner who thought he was only <laughs> going to win 100 bucks and walked away with uh, 1276 So I think he was pretty happy. I think he was. <laughs> so, Dan, thanks for joining us this morning. Of course, Dan yep. is our uh, plumbing manager at Roy Inchin Sons Service Experts. Um, we, had, we had another little cold snap, and uh, yes, we, we had did. some frozen pipes, so... Uh, now it's going to warm up. Anything we should be worrying about? Well, I just think since we've had uh, that cold snap for a few days, I think uh, people should go around and check all of their taps right now. There may be washrooms or powder rooms that they don't use very much. Just make sure that you have water to everything right now so that when that heat does come or when it does warm up above zero and things start to thaw, you can at least get at it before a pipe breaks. Now, you see that uh, black uh, pipe insulation. You know, it's about six feet long. Yeah. You see it at the hardware stores everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that a good thing to put on, whether it's a hot or cold pipe on an outside wall, just I, to give it a little more protection? I think so. I, I think that's easy for the homeowner to put on, and it does a really good job. Uh, it's very good at... Uh, keeping the cold away, any drafts away from the pipe, and it comes in six-foot lengths. I think you can buy it maybe even in three-foot lengths. Um, And even uh, some of the water heater manufacturers are even sending three feet of it with water heaters now. Now, if you can, you know, on your water heater, again, if you can do it, like your basement's wide open, no drywall, Mm -hmm. is it a good thing to insulate the whole hot water pipe system? Well, what it'll do is it'll save it. If you use short spurts of hot water, it'll save that heat in the pipe before it starts to cool down and then you go to the kitchen sink and use it again. It'll keep that pipe uh, warm and the water in there warm so it can save you some money. Now, Now, we got a question from a caller named Pete. 
<laughs> okay. And he said, uh, re- I have reduced water flow in my bathroom at all the hot water taps. So the tub tap, the sink tap, turn it on cold water, I got a ton of flow. Turn it on hot water, and it's about half of what uh, the cold mm-hmm. water is. I know that, Pete. You know that, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the first thing to look for when something like that happens is it could be washers, but when it's in all of the faucets, chances are it's older pipe. And sometimes the older pipe, especially the galvanized pipe, on uh, the hot water, and it seems to be the hot water more than the cold, the, that will start – the chemicals will come out of the pipe and the water and it will start to build up on the inside of that pipe. And once that builds up, instead of a half-inch pipe, now you might have a quarter-inch pipe or an eighth-inch pipe. And the only way to to fix that is to change the piping to copper or to PEX. So you'd have to, in this case, because Peter's me, <laughs> I'd have to open up the ceiling in my basement to that area to try to get that's uh, right replace that pipe that's right and, and sometimes that is the problem sometimes the pipes are in the wall and it usually builds up quicker at like a fitting like a T or a, or a ninety degree elbow or something like that that's where it usually builds up first and no way to really tell because you're just looking at the pipe from no, the outside that's right I, I've seen pipe look. Brand new from the outside, and yet it's only you couldn't even put a pencil through it or or see a pencil lead through it even. Now, if you're doing that, um, in my case, if I'm going to open that up, I'm going to open a lot of the basement up. Mm-hmm. Should I replace it right from the meter? Should I just say, okay, let's get rid of all the galvanized now and replace it all? I the- would. I, I would get rid of all of the galvanized at the same time. Um, usually what you're doing is you're just piecing it together then. Um, at the very worst case scenario, at least replace the pipe that's in the wall. Okay. And uh, then you can get at it down below in the basement at a later date. But if you've got a finished ceiling and you've got to open it up, change it all now. Now, if you're, you know, I've only got a half inch service coming into my house. Mm-hmm. Should I change that to three quarter pipe to get more flow of water to those areas? Well, if your half inch pipe is copper. It's probably going to be okay for most homes. Um, now it's code that it has to be three-quarter, but back then we saw a lot of half-inch galvanized. We saw some three-quarter galvanized. We even seen some five-eighths copper. Um, I wouldn't worry about it too much if it's copper coming in until you seem to have a problem. Now, if you want to add another bathroom or uh, another laundry area upstairs or something like that, you may have a volume problem. And then you'll have to look at changing that pipe to three-quarter. Now, going on the meter side, Mm -hmm. doing all the, replacing all the galvanized, should that go to three-quarter? You should run three-quarter from the meter to your hot water heater so that you'll always have that volume getting to your hot water heater so it never cuts that volume down to your faucets. Um, if you have three-quarter coming into the house, you should have three-quarter for sure going to that meter or to the water heater. And should it, you know, again, just thinking of all this while I'm going up to the bathrooms and that, should I run three-quarters instead of half to those, uh, <coughs> you know, the, the kitchen tap and the bathroom taps? and the... I don't think that's don't necessary. Think, okay. I like to see the, the cold water main three-quarter 
and your branches to your taps, your kitchen, your bathroom. I like to see those half. Um, as long as you don't have a whirlpool or something that you want to fill quickly. Okay. So if you have any questions, uh, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Peter got his problem solved, which was me. <laughs> Dan and I have been talking about that when we get five or ten minutes at work. But uh, it was nice to finally have a little time to go through the whole thing. But we got Bill on the line. Uh, go ahead, Bill, with your question. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very good. 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 Yeah, I was wondering, um, someone was ta- talking to me about uh, I wanted to um, have something for the wintertime for my garage to keep it warm. It's almost like um, um, like a smoking room. Okay. And someone said radiant heat would be the, the, the best way to go. Would that be right? Yes, that that's what we would recommend. Now, is it a single car garage or a double, double. car garage? Double, double, yep. So an, an infra, what we call an infrared uh, heater where it's going to heat um, yourself, you know, the car, uh-huh. tools, but it isn't going to heat the air. So you're going to feel warm. You're going to feel comfortable in there, okay. but you're not losing a lot of heat and you can put it on a – you know, a uh, setback thermostat so that okay. during the day or whenever you're not there, you can have it set down and, and bring it up when you you normally are there. Okay. And is there any kind of um, um, venting or anything required or? Yes. they It would, most of the one we would recommend is a high efficiency. So it would go out the side of the garage Okay, and it would bring air in burn it in the heater and then exhaust it back out so that we don't have to worry about fumes from gas and things like that. Okay. And is it a pretty like straightforward sort of installation or is it? It, It's something we've got to look at because first of all, how are you going to get natural gas there? You know, so sometimes we can come through the garage from the house. Sometimes we got to run outside. So we got to take a look at that. And then we also got to make sure there's enough height um, or it can be mounted on a 45-degree angle. So there's different ways to look at it, but it is something we need to take a look at. Okay, so this is something that uh, uh, people are choosing for, for this sort of situation. Yep, we did one this week, um, so it is okay. something we do quite commonly. Okay, awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay, yeah. thanks, Bill. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that is quite, I mean, they used to put, um, I'll call them unit heaters. Yes. You know, 45,000 yes. BTU unit heater up, but... The minute you open the garage door, the unit heater would come on because the thermostat would drop and it would start blasting the heat. And you either, I mean, we have them in our shop and you're either hot or you're cold. There's no in-between there. Well, and you have to worry about, like you said earlier, Peter, about uh, gas fumes, um, things like that with a unit heater. It'll pull those fumes in through there. Now now you've got an ignition situation so that the uh, radiant is the best way to go. Yeah, and I mean all the fumes, and we see this even in houses now Mm -hmm. with old mid-efficient furnaces or the natural draft water heaters, 
that people are refinishing things, have a wood exactly. shop in the basement, and that's right. They start uh, refinishing furniture or whatever, and all those fumes start getting drawn back to the furnace or the water heater. Mm-hmm. Gets as they go across the flame, they burn, put carbon on yeah. different things. The next thing you know, your your furnace isn't working, your water heater isn't working, <laughs> or you're getting some toxic fumes that are exactly. being burned into the house that is something you really don't want. That's right. Well, a lot of the water heaters now have got that uh, vapor sensor on them. So that is a good thing that people will know right away if they have no water, heat, no hot water, that something could be um, open a, a lid off of a can or something like that down there. Yeah, I mean, there was a, you know, a lot of cases where people were painting the, Cement floor in the yes. basement with the water heater and the yes. fumes from the the um, from the paint were ignited by the water heater. Mm-hmm. So it is something that you know if you're doing any painting or things like that in that basement area around your furnace and right. water heaters, it's really something you need to pay attention to That's whether right. you need to turn them off or. Yes, you know. it's a big it can be a big safety concern now. And if you don't, if you've got an older water heater, a a natural draft, you're looking to upgrade into a new one. Uh, Of course, we do sell water heaters, but we also rent them. And uh, we have on a three-month deferred promotion so that uh, if you rent a new water heater, you don't pay for three months and then your rental would kick in. And in most cases, our rental price has dropped a little bit this year. That's or good. stayed the same. So. Yes, that's a, that's a great uh, benefit to the homeowner now. So if you need one of those, give us a call. Uh, our shop number, if, uh, Bill, you need to book in a call to have somebody come out and look at that uh, uh, heater for your garage, is 519-681-2450. And uh, we answer the phone 24-7 with a live human being. <laughs> Um, years ago, a couple of years ago, we used to have a call center that was not very popular. We're not hiding that. And, uh, we're now back to answering that at our London location on most days between eight and five. And then we go to a, a Toronto uh, center that service experts owns and answers it uh, throughout Mm -hmm. the night till we get back in, in the morning and answer it again. So, we uh, look after our customers quite well, and you can talk to a live human being instead of a recording. And they're all our uh, they're all our staff, and uh, look after all of our centers now. Now we've uh, we've had a few cases of cracked heat exchangers in the last week, where we had to shut people down, uh, and had quite a few upset people who, in this cold weather, had to deal with not having a furnace. Yes. Um, we have created at our at Roy Inch and Sun Service Experts a policy on exactly how a cracked heat exchanger has to be recorded because, first of all, we have to have readings on a CO detector. Yeah. Then we have to have a physical picture of the crack. Yeah. So uh, we have cameras that can go in and look at it yeah. because we want the customer to understand, you know, we're getting a CO reading. We're not, not to do have that. Here is a picture of the actual crack. It's not something that's being made up. And then the reasons why we have to shut it down to protect their safety. Yes. Um, It is something that is not, you know, the technicians who are out there, the service guys do not like doing it, wish they didn't have to do it. No, they do not. It's it's a a hard thing to do, but it is a thing that will save a life. That's right. 
Um, if we don't do it, yes, you'll be cold, but you'll be alive. If we leave it on, you may be warm, but now you're breathing in CO, and we yeah. don't want that to happen. So we understand it's an emotional time when we have to when a furnace has to be shut down. But you have to remember where everybody's really doing it for for your best interest. That's right. And again, that's why we always say you need to get a maintenance done in August, September before it gets cold so that if this is found, you have a month or two to that's work right. on it. So, that's right. And uh, the cracks in the heat exchanger can be just a very small quarter or half inch crack that will get bigger. It could be a seam in a heat exchanger, the whole thing split open. Uh, it could be anything, but as soon as you get that CO2 reading, you know something's up, you need to get it checked right away. Yeah, and we saw one customer who had a gas stove that decided they were going to heat their home with the gas stove. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing that should be no. doing. A gas stove was never meant to run 24 hours a day. That's right. Uh, the CO that it's giving off is when you're cooking, it is giving it off, but it's minimal. Mm -hmm. But if now you're running it 24 hours, you're getting CO put off all the time That's as well. Right. That's right. So we would never recommend even an electric stove to turn the oven on and open the door. Um, that's not a good thing to do in either case. You're better to try to rent some heaters or pick them up at the hardware store. Yeah, something designed for that use. Yeah. And I mean they do have commercial heaters that can plug in where your dryer plugs in. Yes. So that you can have a good, you know, uh, amount of heat coming out yeah. of it. But uh, I know it's not popular, but it is something that needs to be done. It's part of our code or our law that we have to have to uh, honor and, and go through. So yep. be patient with everybody, all the heating companies <laughs> out there. When that happens, we know it's emotional, but it's something they have to do. Um, again, warming up a little bit, we should be checking our vents mm -hmm. and getting rid of all the snow. That's right. Uh, so go around, check off your uh, furnace vent, your water heater vent, your gas meter. Take a look on the roof. Uh, I noticed driving in last week when I drove in, I couldn't see the plumbing stacks on uh, about eight houses yes. as I was driving in on last Saturday. This Saturday, it's warmed up enough that's got yeah. that snow away from them. No, but That's uh, a good thing. Yeah. So take a look. Make sure all the snow's cleared away from all of those uh, uh, vents gas meters uh, for your furnace, water heater, et cetera. And if you got a fireplace, take a look at that one. It's yes. usually a little higher than most of them, but take a look and make sure there's no bird's nests or anything like that that have got in there. Another good thing, there are a couple things to check that will improve the efficiency and reduce your utility bills in this cold weather is change your filter. If we've got a new filter in there, we've got good airflow uh, going through that filter, that will start to reduce your gas consumption because it can get the heat out a lot quicker. Um, your humidifier panel, if you haven't changed it or done a maintenance on your humidifier, if you get a new uh, humidifier pad or a humidifier water panel installed, uh, again, the, the humidity will transfer a lot quicker into that area. So just a couple of tips. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll talk to you next week.